Former Miss South Africa, former Miss World has been very, very busy putting together an album. Not quite what you imagine. She's on the line with me to tell us more about that. Rolene Strauss, have a happy, happy, happy holidays to you, Rolene. How are you this afternoon? I'm very good, thanks. And yourself, Melu. Um, Rolene, you are absolutely gorgeous. You put together something that I think is even more gorgeous. What came up? What, how did you come up with this idea? Well, uh, the one afternoon I was sitting and thinking, wouldn't it be wonderful to go back a year or two in my own life and have a heart-to-heart talk with myself? Mm. Um, I think that all of us could say that if, if I just knew, you know, if, if I've just known this um, before this, before I ended up in this situation. So this is basically a few life lessons that I would have wanted to tell my younger self, my my children one day. And yes, these are the few things that help me lead a more productive and, and happy life. And the lessons that I've learned not only from my own circumstances and and challenges, but also from what I've learned from my mentors and, and, and some influential people in my life. So the first time I heard that you've got an album coming, I thought you're singing, but it's not that. It's spoken word. In other words, poetry. Yes, so it's it's not singing at all. There is one one of the tracks that I'm actually I think singing two two lines, but um, that was literally in the moment and 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 not what the rest is like. So I'm not singing at all. It's a spoken word album, and it's a very new genre in South Africa. It's actually the first. A spoken word, word album launched in South Africa, so it's quite new. It's 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 like poetry, like you mentioned. There's nice background music, and I'm sharing some of my thoughts, some of my personal stories, a few practical tips, and and things that that helped me through the last few years. It's called Secrets to My Growth. You feel that you've grown quite some. I mean, what, what, what is it that you think you are telling yourself now that you needed to hear back then? You're saying that this is a an album that you would have loved to have um, put together a year or two ago. What, what was so important about last a year or two ago? Now we know that you're obviously on the world stage, but you were facing some difficult times. Yes, I have. I wouldn't say that it, that it was difficult in mm. essence, but I think it's it's been a it's been a hard four years for me actually. Mm. Um, you know, entering the South Africa for the first time in 2011 mm. and not winning. I still remember as a 19 year old girl who couldn't really speak English, standing on stage in some city, uh, being asked one of the top five questions, and I just couldn't, you know, answer the question in English. So from that 19 year old girl. 2014, uh, you know, becoming Miss, Miss South Africa and Miss World, there's changed so much. And, and I mean, after that, going back to studying, finishing my medical degree, mm. and then most importantly, getting married and, and becoming a mother. You know, there's, there's been so many, you know, wonderful life, life experiences in the past five years. And I've learned so much, not only from them, but also from my mentors. I mean, from previous Miss South Africa, from previous Miss World, from my husband, I've, I've just learned so much. I've grown as a person. I've learned how to manage my time a bit more efficiently, how to, to build a personal brand. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, so these are some of the, some of the secrets that I'm sharing in the, in the album. You know, you, you speak of, of, of very challenging times, as you said, and you've obviously learned a lot from that where you entered Miss South Africa and you didn't win, but you came back. What, why did you come back and try again? And obviously this time around when you came back, you won big time, didn't you? Mm-hmm. 
Yes. I think I've realized, you know, that, that in life you have, you, you have opportunities that come your way. And I just wasn't ready for that opportunity. And I've learned that the opportunities will come, but it's, it's our, it's our responsibility to be ready for them. So I think I knew that I wasn't ready. And, and it's not like me to not be ready for something and not do something to my fullest and to my utmost best. So I thought that, you know, I don't really know if, uh, if, if I really try and be prepared at the same time. So I have wonderful family and a support system that encouraged me to enter again. I've actually met my, my husband uh, this, the December after I, after I didn't win in South Africa. Mm-hmm. And, and he has played an integral part in, in me, you know, becoming who I am today and reaching my, my potential and still striving for that. Mm-hmm. But I knew that, that um, the possibility was still there for me to become Miss South Africa and to use the platform to do good. You've had to represent the, the, the idea of beauty on a global scale and at the same time be very challenged personally But what other people think beauty is. What's beauty to you? Yes, well, I don't know if you've ever had this experience. You know, when you meet someone and they actually become more beautiful to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so if you, if you meet someone and you get to know them after a week or two, they actually become more beautiful or they become less beautiful. And I think that is the, the essence of beauty. You can't really pinpoint it, but it's the character and the personality of the person that really makes them attractive to you mm-hmm. or that makes them even more attractive. So mm-hmm. I think it's amazing to showcase that it's not only about outer beauty. And it sounds so cliche, I know, but it's it's the personality and the inner beauty that really shines through. And, and yes, that's, that's exactly what Miss South Africa and Miss World is all about, to, mm-hmm. to use what you've been given by God to really make a difference in the lives of others and, and be a role model to, to young girls out there. I think it's so necessary in today's day and age. So when, when the sense uh, of your own beauty was challenged by people who, and, you know, they're trolls everywhere, right? How did that sit with you? What did that mean to you? Wow, that was a very difficult stage in my life, especially after I won Miss South Africa. And um, it's it's a it's a funny experience because you know when you're into Miss South Africa, you are prepared for you know for people having opinions on you, and they actually agree to that by entering Miss South Africa and by becoming Miss South Africa. But it doesn't mean that it makes it any easier um, to receive criticism from people. Um, you know, regarding what you look like, um, your your body shape and your size. And that's exactly what happened to me as mm-hmm. a Miss South Africa. Mm-hmm. And I remember the lesson that I've learned from Professor Jonathan Janssen, who was director of my university when I studied medicine there. Mm-hmm. And he used to say that you have to determine where the criticism is to help you or to hurt you. Mm-hmm. And uh, once you determine that, you can really handle the criticism uh, the best way. So I realized some of them were to, to hurt me and I kind of tried to let it go. You, you, you know, you, um, try to handle it, but sometimes criticism is good. You know, it's not always bad. And if it comes from someone you love, it's, it's perhaps it's to, to, to make you better and to help you. So I think that's the one lesson that I've learned from, from body shaming. Mm. And then also learning to speak about it. Um, you know, there's so many young girls, women, even men that go through it and to realize that it's not about what you look like, mm. but it's about being healthy from the inside. That's the most important thing of it. Why did it take so long before you opened up about that? Wow, well, I think it's, 
it's difficult to speak about something that really had an influence on your life and a negative influence on your life. And in a way, you know, it's 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 so cliche for someone to say that I've been body shamed and a lot of people might feel that, oh, you know, she's Miss South Africa, she's she's become this world, obviously she has no you know, no challenges and she's perfect and all of that. But I've just realized that it's important for me to share it. I've seen so many young girls around me and, and close to me also being body shamed. And I've seen that it's a challenge that we all face. And, you know, letting go of the pain that it really caused me and to just open up about it was uh, was important. And, you know, now after being married, having some children, um, becoming a mother, I've learned and I've realized what the most important things in life is. So I'm not that worried about uh, criticism anymore, about body shaming anymore. It's, it's almost like, you know, take me or, or leave me as I am. Were you surprised? I mean, here you were wearing the the most beautiful woman in the world crown. And and there were people saying, no, you're fat, no, you're this, no, you're not the perfect shape and so on. Was that a surprise, especially coming from home, from from people who I suppose were supposed to be rooting for you? It was a surprise, you know. You 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 usually, as a woman, you shine a light on your own weaknesses. Mm. Um, you know, you you usually criticize yourself, and you and you you see the worst of yourself. But it's quite a shock when it comes from someone else, and mm. someone else shining that light on your weaknesses. So it really was a shock, and. Um, in a way, I think it, perhaps it was necessary for me to learn a lesson and to be able to, to share this with so many, so many women. But it, it's not easy. You know, it, it, it never was. And once I'm as world, always I'm as world. There always be eyes on me. So it's a, you know, it's a daily struggle. You, you know, you say this was maybe important to learn a lesson, but what lesson do you think that was, though, for you? I think it was, um, the lesson was to focus on my health rather on what I look like. You know, mm. you, end, you end up trying to look good for someone else. Um, and then you end up trying, trying to look good for yourself, but you kind of miss the whole point. It's about being healthy from the inside out. And that's where medicine comes in for me as well. I, I've just realized how important it is and what a privilege it is to be healthy and mm. when you're healthy you know when your body is healthy when your mind is healthy most importantly that is when you know when the physical aspect of it would just come without you really working on it mm. you you're very involved with women's health and i know it's very dear to you and uh, somebody who studied medicine as well this is something you've devoted a lot of your time to the you t- you were part of an ambassador i think for for pink polo um, you obviously being on the ground as well, understand how important it is to highlight these type of initiatives. Mm-hmm. But how much more can we do, Rolene? I think that when it comes to women's, women's health and, and all health, basically, we have to shift the focus to prevention rather than cure. You know, there's so many things that we can do as individuals by just knowing your body, by being able to do self-examinations when it comes to breast cancer, for example, um, to focus on prevention rather than, than cure. We all think that we have to go to the doctor when we're ill, mm. but that's actually too late, you know? <laughs> so um, focusing on your health and, and preventing what, what, you know, what diseases you're more prone to get. There's so many things that is genetically, you know, um, enables you genet- genetically to, to get it more easily, but 
most diseases and most illnesses we can prevent by leading a healthy lifestyle, by being active, by eating right. So, um, and I think um, today, you know, today we can really see medicine going towards that direction. So I'm very passionate about it and I'm very happy about it. You know, people are more active. They focus on, on what they eat, on being healthy. Mm-hmm. So that is wonderful news. We take calls on 011-883-0702. We've got former Miss World on the line this morning, this afternoon. Dan, uh, Darlene in Benoni. Hi. Hi, Timelo. Hi, Darlene. Hi, Darlene. Uh, hi. I, <laughs> I met Darlene once this year at a Forbes Africa Women event. Mm-hmm. And I really just want to resonate with what you said earlier on Darlene. That, you know, someone becomes more attractive, more beautiful to you the moment you get to know them. Mm. Um, so I had the opportunity to sit next to you and I was just really in awe by your humility, mm. um, by the person that you are in real life. You know, you're beautiful on screen, but I think you are even more beautiful in person because of the personality that you are. Mm. Um, so keep shining. Wow. Um, yeah, I'm, I feel privileged to have met you. Oh, what a lovely thank call. Thank you very much. I'm getting goosebumps <laughs> right here sitting here. So thank you very much. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Darlene. Have a lovely Bye. afternoon. Thank you. So, you know, as we were speaking earlier, Rolene, you know, d- beauty is, is, is so varied and it's, it comes in different styles and forms and so on. And mm-hmm. when you meet young people who look up to you, who aspire to look like you, well, what's your message mm-hmm. to them? Um, you know, I've been in their shoes. I, I still remember as an eight-year-old girl looking up to Joanne Strauss mm. and wanting to be like her. But I think that's just the wrong, the wrong thing to feel. You know, um, as as women and as young girls, we always feel like we have to fit into a certain box. But you have to remember that you can create your own box. You know, you can't want to be like someone else. Don't 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 be like me. Just be yourself. You know, learn learn from my mistakes and. And learn from what I've done and, and perhaps, you know, try to reach your full potential. But don't try to look like me or be like me. I really want you to just focus on yourself and work on yourself and reach for your dreams. Rolene, so we're going to play some of what you've got to offer to the listeners mm-hmm. and uh, we'll talk in a second. Perfect. She has always been a plus-size beauty. However... She used to be fit yet curvaceous. Now, she's just getting out of proportion for pageant purposes. These pictures of her are awful. Of course, she has gained weight. She has become fat. But she's still lovable. Oh, she has a pretty face though. But why did she gain so much weight? She will look even chubbier when standing alongside other fit contestants if she doesn't do something to that body right now. She looks pregnant. What makes me worry is that I've never heard surgery trending in Miss South Africa history. So she needs to lose that weight now. Now, 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 Pretty hurts. We shine a light on whatever's worst. Perfection is a disease of a nation. Shine a light on whatever's worse Try to fix something but you can't fix what you can't see It's the soul that needs a surgery During my Miss South Africa reign There was a time I went to bed at night with these exact comments running through my head 
over and over again. To me, they weren't just opinions anymore. They became facts. During this grim time in my life, the saddest part was that it was others who shone a light on my worst, if you can call it that. The keyboard courageous individuals hiding behind their screens while posting and commenting did not fully understand the repercussions of their words. The humiliation was real. It made me cry and it made me hurt. Body shaming is a reality and some statistics indicate that a shocking 94% of teenage girls have been body shamed. That means that you have most likely been body shamed too. How did it make you feel? Mind, body and soul. Three separate entities, one human being. When you hear the word health, what is the first thing that comes to mind? The toned and fit woman on the cover of a fitness magazine? Or the true definition as stated by the World Health Organization? A state of complete physical, mental and social well-being and not merely the absence of disease or infirmity. The most popular question I am asked is, how do you stay healthy, motivated and in shape? It's not a simple question to answer, but here are a few things that I remind myself of when focusing on my own health. There is no perfect shape for health. Health is what's going on inside of your body. A healthy mind and soul is to a body like a bed of coals is to a fire. Prevention is better and easier than cure. There is power in routine and balance is key. When it comes to your health, it is your lane, your race and your pace. Throw away the scale. Use your clothes as a measuring tool. Short-term realistic goals Keep the motivation train running. Don't be too hard on yourself. It's okay to give yourself a break. Some of us wake up at 4.30 a.m. in the morning to work out, and some don't. There is no right and there is no wrong. Find what works best for you. A valuable lesson that I've learned from Professor Jonathan Janssen. When criticized, you must determine whether the criticism is to help you or to hurt you. If your body feels weak and insecurities creep in, take a good look at the health of your mind and soul first. Pretty is not supposed to hurt. Try this today. Choose someone and shine a light on his or her strengths. I bet you that you will spark something within them and they will most likely make a few healthier choices today. Wow. So, Rolene, you know, you obviously say that initially it was very difficult getting all the criticism. So when did you start accepting the fact that this is who you are and you're not going to sort of crumble at what people are saying? I think it's a daily thing. It's it's about accepting it every day. It's, it never gets easier. I think we're all human and we all tend to focus on our own weaknesses and especially if someone else you know, looks at you and tells you that. But I think having a, a support structure around me really helped me. You know, someone telling me that I love you, you're so beautiful to me when I feel um, on, you know, when I feel down or when I feel at my worst. 
So that helps me. I think it's important to surround yourself with people who believe in you and who love you, you know, just for you. And I think that makes it so, so much easier. And to know that social media is there, it, it, you know, it is a weapon of change, not a weapon of self-destruction. So focus on the positive things of it, focus on the positive comments and, you know, the people's lives that you are able to, to touch and not focus on the two negative comments out of the 2,000 because that's what we also do. Um, so I think it's a daily thing and it's something that we have to be conscious of every day. So you, you say it's a daily thing. Do you still feel the pressure to live up to the world's most beautiful woman? I do, I do, and it never ends. I actually just came back from China. Yeah. I was there for two weeks judging the Miss World competition, mm. and there I felt it even more, you know, being there between all of the contestants, between some of the previous Miss Worlds, and people looking at you and yearning to see you, and, you know, what do you look like now? Have you changed? Mm. So, um, so it is difficult, and I know that it's something that I've opened myself towards, so mm. it's my responsibility to deal with it. But I'm trying to, you know, turn it around and use it for the positive. People look at me, so let me just, you know, share a few life lessons with them rather than focus on myself and, and try to please them. D- did you find that other Miss, you know, former Miss Worlds were going through the same type of pressure, as you're saying that you are amongst others as well? Do they also feel the sense that everybody's watching, waiting to see if this, this changes? They do, and that's what makes us such a sisterhood. We have a, actually, we have a WhatsApp group with all of the wow. previous Miss Worlds on and all of the previous Miss South Africans as well. And it's so amazing to be able to share, you know, just normal life situations with them, with, with people who went through what you've gone through. You know, we share stories, we share difficult times, and we all know exactly, exactly what happened during that year mm-hmm. and what happens after. So we're all there to support one another, but we do all feel that. N- knowing what you know now, and, and you've just said, you know, you've, you're a mother now, would you, would you encourage a young girl to take part in this world, Miss South Africa? I think that in life there are so many opportunities to make a change and Miss South Africa and Miss World is just another opportunity, another platform. Um, I don't believe that it is for everyone. You know, some people want to study medicine. Some people want to become Miss South Africa. Some people want to become a lawyer. Some people want to become a lawyer and Miss South Africa. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's important for you to know what you want to achieve in life. And it's not all about becoming Miss South Africa. It's what you do after that. Mm-hmm. And that's usually what I tell, um, you know, women who want to enter is to know why you want to be in South Africa. Mm-hmm. Most people just want to be in South Africa because, you know, it's, it's wonderful to be in South Africa. But what do you want to be after that? And if that is not the right platform for you to achieve your ultimate goal and dream, then don't enter. But it, if it is, then by all means, um, do your best and enter. You talk about how people talk about wanting to be Miss South Africa. Why was it so important for you to be Miss South Africa? I mean, you, you had entered, you didn't go through, you, you know, you, you, you were in the finals, but you were not um, chosen and you, you had yes. to go back. Why was that so important for you? You know, I have this, this extreme passion inside of me for women's health, and that is exactly why I wanted to study medicine. And when the opportunity to enter in South Africa arrived, arrived, I just realized that, you know, studying medicine and becoming in South Africa, it just makes 
the platform so much bigger to, to bring about change. And that is exactly why I wanted to enter, mm-hmm. to be a role model, not only for uh, for young women, but for men when it comes to health as well, to know mm-hmm. that it's not about what you look like, even though Miss South Africa, um, you know, stands for beauty, but it's about how healthy you are. And I think that was the, you know, the main focus of becoming Miss South Africa, being a role model and, um you know, activating and, and, and speaking about what I'm really passionate about. Mm. What do you think the, the role of the world of beauty pageants looks like in, in the future? I think that it would never get out of date. You know, we're all human and, and, and everything develops, everything changes. But the one thing that's for sure is that we need people to look up to. And, I mean, uh, Tamarin Green, our current in South Africa, did so well at Miss Universe just a few days ago and it just creates that that proudness of our country it's something that we're all proud of you know it's like sports um it, it brings our country together it brings people together you know um black hugs white white hugs black you know it's, it's just such a proud feeling to know that someone is representing our country and and telling our country's story and i think that's where we West of Africa really plays an important role and where it always will play an important role. So the CD is now out, the album is out. How do people get it? And and by the way, who you, who did you make this for? There are actually so many people that I really wanted to make it for. Most importantly, my former self, mm-hmm. <laughs> my younger self. Yeah. And for the future, my children, you know, they... Um, it's lovely to have something that, that I can remind myself of what I really wanted to teach my child and, and hopefully my children one day. And then to, to South Africa's young girls, to women, to men, you know, I've written most of the tracks, but my husband actually helped write a few of them. So it's really a variety of information and, and tips and things that I share on there. So it's, it's basically for everyone, all genders, all ages. Um, if you're looking for some inspiration, if you're looking for some some life lessons that you don't necessarily want to learn yourself, it's the perfect thing to get. So, where do people get it? So, at the moment, uh, the, the the physical album CD is available in all music stores around the the um, around South Africa. Okay. So, if you want to go buy one, make sure that you just phone the music and find out whether they still have in stock and whether it's not sold out yet. And then you can also stream it online. So on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, Google Play, you can just search for Rolene Strauss Secrets to My Growth. And there's about 14 tracks. So the first track is an introduction track. The rest of them are all between three to five minutes long. So it's perfect to just pop in the car, um, you know, on your way to work, even if you only drive five minutes and, you know, listen to, to one or two of the tracks. Rolene Strauss, former Miss South Africa, former Miss World. All the best.